the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The kids should know what the kingdom is like growing up in a kingdom home where mama and daddy are really, truly born again, really, truly exalt Christ, and really, truly show the children the narrow way of faith in Christ. You must be born again. That is the title of our message here today on Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand from Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Welcome to the program. You must be born again. It seems rather simple, doesn't it? Most of us as believers in Christ understand this statement here in John chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. But what does it actually mean? And how do we flesh out this passage that we might grow in grace? Well, that's the subject of our time today here on Way of Grace. Won't you join us? Here's Pastor Jessica Stand as we continue our look at You Must Be Born Again on this edition of Way of Grace. God has always given a man, given humanity a witness, but that witness has never been always lead to wrong. God has always given a man, given man a narrow escape from his predicament, but that narrow escape doesn't exist always. Contrary to what you like to tell people, God's always there for you, that's not your Bible. God has a timetable for the manifestation of his mercy. And when that timetable is up, men are left to their own devices. There's a day of salvation. And when the day of salvation is over with, both you and God no longer care about your soul. You see, while it is today, you are to call upon the Lord. While he is near, you are to repent and turn and seek his face. But there's a day that comes when God agrees with you to hell with God. And so to hell you go. Because you didn't make hell. God made hell. The next time we read of God's manifest kingdom is not just in the Ark of the Covenant, but I'm jumping way now to that larger archetype of the temple. And Exodus 25, if you will, verse 21 tells us, Everywhere in the world that if men are going to know God, they have to come to where God is. And that would be in a small area in Jerusalem, Palestine, in a tent. And then once you get in the tent, there's another tent, even smaller, that you have to enter in. Are you hearing me? And even then, you can't go in. Someone has to represent you to go in. You have to bow to the full revelation of how God saves a sinner by the shedding of blood through the mediatorial work of someone that God chooses to represent you to go in for you. This is what I meant by the key to the door. Without the key, you can't even get in the door. 
And the high priest had to enter in on our behalf every year with blood in order for us to be accepted with God. Listen to the language. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above the ark. And in the ark you shall put the testimony that I shall give you. You can mark the word testimony and write on the side of your Bible the gospel. Verse 22. And there will I meet with you. Do you see it? And there will I meet with you. This infinite God who sits on the circuits of the universe, who fills heaven and earth, who encompasses eternity, who is everywhere present, is never going to be found by you and I until we find the place and the manner by which God accepts guilty sinners on the grounds by which he allows you to approach him. And yet God swears, I will commune with you right there. I will commune with you through my high priest according to the blood that he brings because he is accepted with me in your behalf. How many of you guys just got the gospel? You and I never come to God on our own. We always and only come to the Father through the Son. Did that make sense? He is always the narrow way. And then we look at the next testimony that more relatively uh, pertains to you and I. And we find that in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 18, where the third open manifestation of the kingdom of God, our, our tangible or empirical evidence, is the church of Jesus Christ. Here for the last almost 2,000 years, 1984, almost 85 years, since Christ came, died, rose again, and ascended into heaven, you know what Christ has left as the means by which the way is to be found unto God? His church. His church. As bad as people talk about the church. Will you hear me? The only entity that will make it into glory is the church. As condescending and as abusive and as neglectful eternity bound souls are to that ecclesia, that body of men and women called out by the grace of God, an eclectic hodgepodge of all kinds of people from everywhere in the world. Good people, bad people, tall people, short people, black people, white people, all toe up people who are part of the body of Christ are the tangible expression of the invisible kingdom of God for which without it, no one would be saved. For the gospel is only given to the church as the stewards thereof. Will you notice what Christ said to his apostles? And I say unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock will I what? Build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, here it is. And I give unto you the what? The keys of the what? Kingdom. Do you see it? We teach it all the time. If you don't agree with the apostles, you don't agree with Christ. And if you don't agree with Christ, you don't agree with the Father. And if you don't agree with the Father, you can't have any place in God's kingdom. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Christ gave them the keys to the kingdom. And they use those keys very adequately when we follow the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, Peter preaches what? Repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, you and your house. Is that not what he said? For the promise is unto you and unto your children and unto all that are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call through the preaching of the gospel. For God is calling sinners to himself, but only through Jesus Christ. 
Are you hearing me? And so our Lord ushered in the kingdom by his presence. And then our Lord gave that kingdom to his disciples. And then the disciples gave that kingdom by the spirit of God to the church. Ostensibly, you and I are outward manifestations of the effect of the kingdom of God. Am I making some sense? I'm very happy to be in the true church of Christ. I'm very happy to be in the true church of Christ. I'm very happy to be in the true church of Christ. Why? Because what Christ is about to talk about now is so absolutely important that you've got to get it. And that's point number two. Sin has executed or uh, excommunicated you, sinner, from God. That's your condition and mine. Apart from the kingdom coming in the power of the gospel by those who are part of the true church, do you know where you and I are? We're lost. We're lost. It's an amazing thing today. Did you know people know how to be lost real well today? In fact, people are so good at being lost, some saved folk want to be lost because it looks better being lost than being saved. Now, now you think I'm playing with words, but I mean what I'm saying. You will find Christians all the time jealous of the ungodly for how they live. And they're lost. And you'll find professing Christians who don't know how to rejoice in the fact that God has saved their eternity-bound soul and brought them into the bosom of his love, having chosen them in Christ and quickened them by his grace and sealed them by his Holy Ghost and given them an inheritance undefiled, incorrupted, in glory that never fades away. But you don't act like you have received the kingdom of God. You act like they got it. And then you run after it, which means you may not be in the kingdom at all. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sin excommunicated us. I'm going to be talking about this on Monday, but I'll give you a little blurt. I had to watch two funerals. Well, one I watched, the other one I simply did a little splicing on. John McCain, Senator John McCain had a really, really interesting funeral. I use that word with quotes, interesting. Uh, And then Aretha Franklin had an even more interesting funeral. I use quotes on that one. And I'm going to raise the question on Monday. The funeral of John McCain and Aretha Franklin, what does any one of them have to do with the gospel? I'm going to show you how lost sinners are. This is how lost sinners are. When God shows himself to be sovereign in taking your breath away and your spirit goes into hell and your body lays in the casket, dead men know how to gather around and celebrate your damnation as if you've been exalted. Hold on. And while celebrating your damnation as if you've been exalted, are y'all ready? Leave Jesus out of it altogether. This is how deceived we are today. This is how massively deceived we are today. We can get right up to hell. We can see people thrown over into hell by dying loss and then turn around and tell everybody, let's celebrate. Isn't God good? Sin has excommunicated us. The Bible is very clear. In the day that you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will what? 
The Bible is very clear. All have what? Sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible is very clear. Isaiah 59, 2. Don't pull it up because I don't have time. Your sin has separated between you and your God. God's indictment of all of us is that we are outside of the kingdom. And we actually act like it. We are outside of the kingdom. And God explains in the New Testament clearly those sinful patterns of lifestyle that affirm that we're outside of it. Fornication and adultery and whoremongering and homosexuality and idolatry and covetousness and lust and carnality and fleshliness. All of these are evidences that you are in the other kingdom, even though you come to church. Are you guys hearing what I'm saying? It lays it out so explicitly clear that what I know as we're about to explain it, that the condition of lost man is not so much, even though it's so, his ignorance, the condition of lost man is his rebellion against a God that tells you you're outside and you won't enter in. Now, ladies and gentlemen, tell me, when you have a brother building this big old box, For 120 years. Now, I know you're living now for 600, 700 years, so that's like, you know, being a teenager. I get that. But for 120 years, and you end up missing that door, you can't blame God for that, can you? 120 years, that door is wide open for anyone to come into. And you're watching dogs and cats go in, (laughs) elephants and zebras hyenas and cheetahs, right? Armadillos and pataplysimus, right? You're watching owls and oxes go in. You even watching snakes go in. They're smarter than you. And all of those are types of what we are before God saves us and restores us to our humanity. Are you hearing me? Man is as the beast that perishes until the spirit of God changes his heart and makes him to have communion with the God that made him. And so we are in a problem where in our generation, we do not acknowledge the universal condemnation of man. All have sinned, right? Not just some, all. Now, some of us pride ourselves in being better sinners than others. Now, listen to your conversation. Watch it. You will talk like you are a better sinner than another person. Listen to yourself. And then ask yourself, what difference does it make when the degrees in hell will be so hot and miserable that if his is 10 degrees more than mine, what does it make? When you're both lost. When you're both outside of the mercy, love, goodness of God for all eternity. It does no good for us to measure ourselves against other people as if we're better than them when we're all headed to the same godless hell. Are you hearing me? Not only is our sin universal, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 20, there's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Do you believe your Bible? So when you hear about people being lauded for the good they do, there is no good that you can ever do that makes you acceptable before God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, will you hear me? This kind of preaching is no longer acceptable anywhere. Not only is our sin universal, our sin is insurmountable. According to Romans chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, every day we breathe, we are adding sin to sin. While as yet we don't know God. 
While we don't know God, while we don't know his mercy, while we don't know his grace, every time you breathe in, you're adding sin to sin. Can I tell you why? You're breathing God's air and not giving him thanksgiving for it. You're robbing God of his glory. Every time you think a thought that's right and don't give God glory for that thought, you're robbing God. Because right thoughts are from God. Life is from God. All that we have is from God. And because they did not thank God, God gave them over. You and I are thankless human beings who live our lives as if we don't need God or if God is not good to us. And God, ladies and gentlemen, is so good to us, so good to us, even in our sinful state. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judges them which do such things and do the same things that you shall escape the judgment of God? Verse four, here it is. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to what? Verse 5, here it is. But after the hardness and impenitence of the heart. Do you see it? After the hardness and impenitence of the heart. Preacher, what are you saying? Every day we live without making a beeline to Jesus. Going into the ark, your heart is hardening. Every day you live in rebellion to bowing the knee to Jesus, your heart is hardening. Your heart is hardening. Our children's hearts are hardening right now while I talk, while they refuse to bow the knee to Jesus. Our parents' hearts are hardening right now while I talk, while they refuse to bow the knee to Jesus. We presume that we're going to leave this room today and everything's going to be all right though my heart is as hard as a stone against God. We presume that we can sit here right now and listen to God's mercy and grace in Jesus and leave out and everything's going to be all right. But here, I'm here to tell you that this morning, 300,000 people died around the world and missed God's sunlight. And by tonight, another 150,000 people will have died and missed God's sunlight. Do you see how we treasure up? Then we make our plans and our schemes and we have our agendas and our purposes and we don't give them to God. We just do them, presuming upon the stewardship of a merciful God who allows the sun to rise and to set and wakes your sorry butt up every day and gives you life and breath and you take it and do your will and not God's will. We are treasuring up to ourselves the wrath of God against the day of judgment every day. Once again, you're clapping your hands, but the world does not receive this message. And some of you are not receiving it right now either. And Christ knew that Nicodemus had not received it either, but he had to let Nicodemus know his pitiful condition if Nicodemus was ever to be saved. And you need to know your pitiful condition if ever you are to be saved. Our sin is universal, it's insurmountable, and it is damnable. Romans 6, 23 says the wages of sin is what? And we're not talking about physically dying, that's true, but we're talking about dying eternally under the wrath of God. Jesus said it in Matthew 12, do not fear him that can kill the body, but fear him that can kill both body and soul in hell. And we read in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat upon it. 
And I saw the heavens and the earth having fled away. And there was nothing standing before the throne but the dead who died without Christ. Men and women and old and young standing before the throne. Now you're really in trouble because you are quorum deo without mercy. Now you're really in trouble because, see, when you come to church, you are quorum deo with mercy. You're in the presence of God now, and mercy is available now. Mercy is everywhere now. You're under the gospel now. The Spirit of God has the hyssop with the blood on it ready right now to sprinkle it on your soul if you would believe it. But in that day, there will be no hyssop, no blood, no mercy See, only a holy God with a book of accountability based on his law, which you will have to answer for all of the impenitency of your life. And according to that testimony, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before the great right throne. And the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things that were written in the books. And whosoever name was not written in the Lamb's book of life, that is, men and women who had come to know Christ and bow the knee to Christ and have their names written in the ledger of heaven, they were cast into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. They died because their works were evil. Are you hearing me? Again, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? You never hear this preached in our generation. Our sin is universal. It's insurmountable and it's damnable. Now the problem with entry into the kingdom of God is our sin. And now we got to deal with the characteristics of it. Point number three. Jesus said in John's gospel, chapter three, verse three, are you there? This is what he says. He says in John chapter three, verse three, Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto him, Jesus said, I mean, Jesus answered and said unto him, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, He cannot even see the kingdom of God. Now, let me contextualize that for you so we can actually experience it personally. Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews, one of the highest ranking rulers. He was actually a Pharisee. That means he was a theologian. He was also a lawyer. And because he was a Jew, he grew up under Torah. Torah meaning that from the time that he was born, his parents taught him the law wrote it on frontlets, wrote it on anklets. It was taped and plastered all over the house. Little Bible verses everywhere, everywhere, like in our religious homes. That's what you have to do when our kids are born because our kids are God's kids. They're not yours, they're his. And all while they're growing up, they should hear the word of God. It should be everywhere. It should be in your house. It should be on your radio. It should be in your conversation. They should be hearing it as they're going to school, as they're coming back home. Their whole experience at home in the life of believing parents should be kingdom expression. The kids should know what the kingdom is like growing up in a kingdom home where mama and daddy are really, truly born again, really, truly love God, really, truly exalt Christ, and really, truly show the children the narrow way of faith in Christ. Well, time permits us to go no further. 
You have been listening to Way of Grace, the daily radio ministry of Grace Bible Church in Hayward, featuring our teacher and pastor, Pastor Jessica Stand. It is our prayer as we come to you daily on this broadcast that you're growing in grace, that you're growing in your love and adoration of Jesus Christ. That's the goal and the intent here at Way of Grace, that we might understand the amazing love of God in Christ. If you would like to obtain a copy of today's program, you've got a couple of ways you can do that. CDs are $5. Simply call or write to us and we'll send one to you. Or if you're internet savvy, simply stop by our website and you can download the audio file in MP3 version and that one's free. Grace-Bible.com is our website. That's Grace-Bible.com. And again, If you're willing to write to us or contact us by phone, if you would like the CD, simply do so at 510-886-9782. Again, that phone number is 510-886-9782. The address, if you're writing to us, is 22768 Main Street. That's here in Hayward. The zip code, 94541. And again, remember, the CD is $5, or simply stop by grace-bible.com and download the MP3 version for free. We would also invite you to join us for worship here at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Sunday services are at 11 a.m., Sunday schools at 10 a.m. And don't forget, from a variety of churches and from all over the Bay Area, we have enjoyed a marvelous time of studying God's Word Friday evenings here at Grace Bible Church at 8 p.m. For the directions and the details, simply go to our website, grace-bible.com. That's grace-bible.com, or call 510-886-9782. Also, as the Lord leads, we're able to come to you here on KFAX, in part through your financial and prayerful involvement with this ministry. Now, while it's free for you to listen to, it does incur a cost on our end, and we look to the Lord for his gracious provision. And if you'd like to participate in that, then please do get a hold of us. Any donation, no matter how big or small, is greatly appreciated here at Way of Grace. 510-886-9782 is our phone number. Thank you for spending time with us today. Until next time, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.